Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to License to View, a sort of weekly podcast where two best friends get together and talk about pop culture shit. I am Jason. It's with me always, Zach. What's going on, man? Uh, you know, man, not too much. Another day chuck full of pop culture news just because everything's getting canceled at this point, you know? so Everything's getting canceled. Everyone's That's trying. basically the only news. It's just that another thing was canceled. <laughs> well, I mean, there's some other good stuff, but mostly yeah. stuff's getting delayed, stuff's getting canceled. And I... And I let me ask you this real quick before we get into the other, our first section of the show. Yeah. I really don't like when articles use the word indefinitely. Well, yeah. Well, that's – it's – Because to, to me – There's a piece of news that just came out that used that, and yeah, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. It feels lazy where it's like you don't want to commit to anything. to me, indefinitely means it's, it's never done. Coming. Yeah. Right? Like – and I can't tell if it's one of those things where – you know, like to me growing up – the word several meant mm. seven. Yeah. It doesn't mean that. It means multiple. Wait, the, you thought the you thought the word several meant seven? Seven. Yeah, I grew up thinking that, that it meant seven because the word several, seven. Several, seven. That's what I thought, right? I could see the connection, like, yeah. If you're gonna use if you're gonna say a few, just say a few. Like why yeah. not just why use the word several or use the word multiple? Like why or a couple. use or a couple. Like you have other options. So to me, several made no sense as to why it meant multiple hmm. versus just the word seven. I don't I don't know, just the way my brain thought. Maybe it was too logical. So for me, I don't know if the word indefinite means something else besides indefinite. <laughs> I don't know. I mean I think normally indefinite would mean cancelled. That's like basically the old way to think about it. But I don't know, in this new world where it's like I don't know, because for me, because there was a piece of news that just got released like last night, and it was like, they used indefinitely, and I'm like, normally I'd be like, okay, this game is canceled, but first of all, it's like, it came from a game where you you know the game's not fucking canceled. Yeah. And it also, but I don't know, because it's just like in this new world, I don't know, I guess they just don't want to put like a specific date on it, because they don't want to have to keep pushing it back further so then instead they're just going to hold it until like you know few, everything like calms down back, and they can actually put a date on it a few years back on this on the show we talked about that uh uh lewis and clark casey affleck hbo show oh yeah with like david fincher i think was attached to it yeah and they were filming and they did a bunch of episodes and they ended up canceling it and i'm like i'm pretty sure like they just use the word cancel or it's you no know, halted yeah. indefinitely which means canceled like yeah. the idea that that these game websites and news websites are going to use the word indefinitely for half of these things makes me go, okay, so what's the reasoning? What's the point yeah. of this? Like if you're just say delayed or paused or halted. Well, that's the other thing about was specifically that article that we're going to talk about is that the coupling of the words that they use is weird because they say delayed indefinitely. And that doesn't, right. It doesn't make sense because if you're delaying something, it's not indefinite. Like, if you're I, delaying I, something, that just means you're pushing it back. So you can't, can't delay tell, something indefinitely. Like, if what you're saying, they're trying to they're trying to CYA in case, yeah. you know, maybe Sony's never going to pick up pick up Last of Us 2. Like, no, of course they're fucking yeah. going to. Yeah, Duh. of course they're going to release Last of Us. It's going to be probably one of the highest grossing games they, of the they year when it comes out. You can't, I can't even imagine how much money they've sunken into that game development. Yeah. Of course they're going to come back and finish the game. Like, yeah. duh. That'd be like if CD Projekt Red said, yeah, we're going to pause you know, production on Cyberpunk 2077 indefinitely. It'd be like, yeah. fucking bitch, you waited 20, like 10 years to make this yeah. fucking game. You're finishing that damn game because if you don't, your company is going to sink. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I mean, if so, they didn't release that game, CD Projekt Red or Naughty Dog, if they don't release, I mean, they they would be effectively bankrupt. So there's no second, way they're not going to release Sony, the game. And Sony, which historically, obviously their game side is do, does fine, but yeah. we know that their movie side is, is trash. Fucking awful. <laughs> so the, this would sink a company, or at least yeah. the same way that, you know, a couple weeks ago we talked about Diamond Distributors not distributing comic books. Yeah. Well, comic book shops are, are done so. Yeah. Like the comic book market as a whole is going to suffocate because they can't tell these stories. And, I mean, between the new Warrior shit from a couple weeks back, like, Oops. even the stories that they are pumping out, people are saying, fuck you too. Yeah. And now the books that people do want to read can't even get into the hands of the readers. So now everybody's yeah. losing money. Um, so to me, it all back, circles back to the idea that, like, I don't understand why. Yeah. Why would we use the word indefinitely? I don't know. Yeah, and I'm I don't trying know. to figure it's out very why. Very strange. I mean, I get it from like a, I get it from like a, a PR like control aspect where it's like you don't want to, you don't want to promise somebody a date and then you don't know, like nobody knows when this coronavirus thing just is going to settle then. down. Just say delayed. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like. Like we know, like with Shazam yeah. too, we know that they're going to delay production. Like with Matrix, they said Matrix, same thing, delayed indefinitely. Yeah. I'm like, what does that mean? Delayed and de- it's the Matrix. Yeah, you're gonna come back. It's the Matrix it's... and what other one was delayed? Oh, the Batman. The Batman, yeah. Yeah. Shazam two production delayed. You know all this. Yeah. Like, dude, we're it's not. In- I don't understand. Maybe I'm yeah. missing out on this. Like, this is some sort of like internet journalism cue that I just don't know. Yeah. I didn't go to school to for journalism. You know, like I don't know. Dude, they didn't teach that in my fucking class. You know, like everything that I know about journalism was I learned by proxy. Like, yeah. I was running dirty, you know, in the, in the, news, in the news biz, man. I'm like, yeah. let's just do this. And they're like, no, you can't do that. It's unethical. You're the what? DMX Fuck of the it. news biz. Yeah, exactly, man. But before we get all to all the other uh, Corona C virus is what I've been calling it because it sounds more cool. Mm. The C virus stuff. Uh, let's get into what we've been up to the last uh, week and a half, two weeks, because we, last week we stopped. We didn't do an episode last week. Yes. So Zach, what have you been up to the last couple of weeks besides trying to survive? And besides knowing that, that your government has purchased 100,000 body bags for FEMA. Uh, besides <laughs> that, um, besides the fact that Resident Evil 3 Remake came out today, and this is Resident Evil. Uh, this is, we're basically in Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. What, have you, what have you been up to? Uh, well, first of all, major life update. Uh, your boy has a Monday through Friday job now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, so it just happened last week. They came out with a new schedule, and my manager was basically telling me that Hopefully this will be like semi semi permanent once this whole C virus thing is over. But I'm gonna be morning shows Monday through Friday, so so you're your going boys in, gonna get at, you're going at like terrible two, sleep schedule two in the morning, uh, 11 p.m. the night before. Shit, I remember. But that. I'll oh, get off true. at like eight o'clock in the morning on Friday, which will be nice. So I'll get basically all Friday Saturday. I basically get a three day weekend almost essentially. Well, you have to go at 11 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, you see that shit. Yeah. Okay. See again, I I I'm I've always worked the opposite schedule for and when I was, even when I was a journal or a photo photog, right? So like, yep. I remember leaving and then the morning producer coming in, and mm. I, I remember being like, I had to work the morning shows for like a month one time, yeah. And I was like, fuck this place, fuck yeah. this position, fuck. I mean the hours were fine because you had you had all day mm-hmm. after you got off to like kind of get get rid of, take care of your shit, but yeah. like the idea that like. I'm going in when it's still. I'm going in when it's dark, yeah. and I'm leaving when it's 
bright as fuck, that really messed up my that month. I was really messed up. Yeah, I mean, if I hadn't, yeah, if I hadn't already been doing like weekend mornings at my old station, I'd probably be like yeah. more, like my body would probably be more like jacked up about it. But like, I've already done it in the past before, and I honestly prefer that. I prefer that aspect of like you get out of the show and it's like it's daylight and you can like whatever shit you need to do. You've got like plenty of time to do it. So our we're gonna be doing our podcast after you get off work. True. That actually would help because honestly, the way that I usually do best on sleep schedules is like staying up as late as possible after the show. Because a lot of times during the weekends, I would like take naps after I got off and that would just like fuck up my sleep schedule even worse because you have to go back to bed before you go into work. So honestly, like the longer that I can like stay up and like not go to bed and like if I could stay up from like 8 8 a.m. to like 4 or 5 in the afternoon or whatever or whenever I need to go to bed, that would probably be better for me just because that would be a more like consistent sleep schedule for me. Right. Obviously, the weekends that we both are – we both catch weekends, we can do it on on a Saturday morning or something. Yeah, for sure, dude. Or whatever, whatever. We'll figure it out. But um, so besides your – besides your – Besides your, you, besides that, your, your dream of doing more work, which is stupid to me, uh, and you receiving <laughs> that because you put that out into the into the ether. I um, put it into the ether, and I, you know, it's some it's some black uh, some chaos magic, dude. You know, I did my little sigil, and uh, I got what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, now you're gonna fucking be busy as shit. Uh, besides that, fun stuff. What have you been up to? Hmm. So there's a couple of things that I've got. So um, a couple of things that I watched, a couple of things that I played. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't read too much this week, but uh, getting into the things that I watched, sure. Jason, mm-hmm. we're both fans of pop culture. We like yep. to keep our thumbs on the pulse yep. of America's pop culture scene. And generally, use my, so, my index finger and my middle finger. But that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you know, yeah. right on the right on the, the wrist vein. Um, have you watched Tiger King? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, dude. This show. Okay, so I know we probably both know about this a little bit because the last podcast guys talked about Joe Exotic no, for quite I, some time. I, the, oh, moment, you never... the moment they went to Spotify, I stopped listening. That was a, They did it on Side Story episodes. Uh, they were uh, talking about Joe Exotic. I think they were talking about him when the when the Murder for Hire case just started. So like a year or two ago, well, I think. I also don't listen to the Side Stories. <laughs> Yeah. So if you didn't listen to Side Stories, yeah, probably, I had this is this is my this is my first this documentary was the first exposure to to him at all. Yeah. Um. So I knew a little bit about him going in just because I'd heard them like talk about Joe Exotic before. Of course, they don't go into like the whole backstory or anything because it wasn't like a full episode for them. They were really just talking about like the court case and like everything that was going on with that. Um. But uh, this show's fucking bonkers, dude. So. I watched it. We, my, uh, Savannah and I, my girlfriend, we watched it because mm. we we were both off and we both wanted to watch it. And obviously, mm. the whole world's telling you this thing's amazing. Yeah. Um. So I like, okay, cool. You had seven episodes. Let's just, just binge it. And then we watched it over the course of two days. Yeah, super but, quick. I, I finished it in like twenty four hours. Like it was crazy how fast I finished. After it. we finished it, I was like, yeah, it was good. Yeah. But it wasn't that crazy. Like people kept saying it was crazy. Yeah. I'm like it wasn't that crazy to me because they own cats. That's that's more crazy to me than it is the murder for hire thing. Honestly, the the big cats thing was like, I mean, the murder for hire thing wasn't like a huge part of it. Honestly, that was where it kind of like got off for me a little yeah, they, bit. Like, I think sped through that. 
Yeah, I mean, the stuff that I was way more interested in was, like, the specifically the rivalry that he had with Carol. Uh, I was fucking entranced in episode one when I figured out that fucking Myrtle Beach had a fucking big cat oh, shit. Yeah. That I'd never fucking heard about. I'd oh, never yeah. heard of this place. And you my lived entire there. Time. I lived there, and I'd never fucking heard about this place. And then I realized that, hey, like, Savannah, literally, we, like, the month hold on, that I— Zach, hold on. We're in the middle of the New York podcast right now. Zach just said that he had no idea there was a cat place in Myrtle Beach. And he worked there no, for, like, two years. No fucking clue, dude. You guys you guys never did a single story about this no, guy? No, and that's the craziest thing, because, you know, that in the in the documentary, they said that the place got, raid, got raided. Right. Literally, like, the month that I left WPDE, like, that month— they was raided. The so oh. I was like, it was as soon as I left. I would have heard about it if I'd stayed no, there for like a couple of weeks. He just said that the month he left is when they is the month they did the raid. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, so I I would have heard about it if I'd stayed at WPD for like an extra like two weeks. But since I left when I did, I I didn't hear anything about it. I think that what you were saying is like about the murder for hire part being so so fast. The cat part was interesting to me. But yeah. to me, the whole documentary should have been about that lady killing her husband. Uh-oh. Oh, I got you, you good? back. I think I got you back. Okay. Yeah, you were frozen. No, but I was saying like... No, whole... yeah, but... Uh-oh. Oh, dude. Oh, you good? I got you back again. Knocked my... All right. I, I really do think that it should have been about just that girl killing her husband. Or allegedly killing her husband. Dude... She definitely fed her husband to some fucking tigers, dude. Yeah, I don't care what the fuck anybody said. How are you gonna? The lady to... fed her husband to tigers. You're gonna go back to the part they're talking about the cologne and shit. He's like, no, you put something that they like on it. Bro, Zach, don't do this to me. Uh oh, is it me? You I, you keep freezing on my end. I'm not sure what's happening on your end. Uh, you keep freezing on my end, so, so I'm not. I don't even know no what's idea. going. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I don't know if I'm dropping the call or if you're dropping the call. Fuck. Well, if it was me, my recording would stop. Okay, so it's it's me then. I don't know what's going on. Uh, we'll just keep going Fuck and see it. what happens. No big, no biggie. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, like uh, I mean, the thing that I mean, Carol. Fuck. First of all, is like an insane crazy lady and a hypocrite that's probably what i hate about her the most is that she's like going off on like joe exotic and all these other guys but she has the same fucking big cat zoo oh yeah and also she's a fucking slave driver no she well, has all these volunteers and she doesn't pay fucking any of them in just the middle of us watching it i was like well this is so hypocritical because it's, it's not only is it the same exact thing that she's complaining about yeah. but she it's worse off like yeah her like, park is worse but the guy in Myrtle beach like that's a nice looking place. It's a nice place. You know, it's not like it's not like he's, the guy's gonna treat his animals like crap because that makes his that makes him money. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I, and I also don't care about mm. cats like that. I fucking hate cats. I'm all about dogs. Dog know? boy. If it was like a wild dog park, I'd be all about it. But dingoes and coyotes, baby. Right. You know, and foxes and shit. Yeah. But like the idea that she's gonna ra like rally against these guys. That's mm. fucking stupid. That's yeah. dumb. That shit's so dumb. And I hate her. And her husband is like a weirdo. He like when he sang opera to her, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Dude, going my on initial right reaction. I've never said this before in my life. I hate. I hate the fact that I even said this. But I was mm. watching it. and I went, God, that guy's such a fucking cuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like I hate. I like 
the portrayal of him in this documentary is such a yeah. cuck guy. And yeah. I, I don't no, ever 100%. say that. But I was like, dude, this is like one once in a lifetime I'll say this. That dude's a fucking that that guy guy's a cuck. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um I mean the way that it was shot, I really liked it because the guy the guy who made it, even though he was there filming for five years, yeah, with the intention not about the murder for hire stuff, the intention is no, it was really just bi- about the big cat the stuff. Big cat right? stuff. Yeah. Um because I kept I was probably, I, we were probably at episode like four or five, and someone was telling uh, my girlfriend that, oh yeah, hey no, and they watched her friend watched the show and goes, hey, it gets worse with the abuse stuff, and we're watching, and I go, well, where does it get worse at? Like, yeah, like the stuff doesn't get much worse for me. I guess the euthanizing part is supposed to be what they're talking about, but like, I, I, think I, so. I thought it was like about like the one guy punching the cats and shit. But I was like, I don't like yeah. the the Joe Exotic shooting at the cat. To me, that's just survival. Yeah, I mean that cat had a hold of his fucking foot at that point, so it's like, I don't know. It's like either he shot at the cat or like his fucking foot gets torn off. Mm-hmm. I mean, he put shouldn't have put himself in that fucking situation to begin with, but right. I mean, it's still, it's at that point, it's either you do you do what you got to do to fucking save your legs. So I mean, I don't know. And, and and during the whole time I'm watching it, I never really thought about where I stand about fucking people owning cats like that. Yeah. I don't care. I still don't care currently. Um, hmm. Where do you – does it sway you in any direction after finishing it? Well, I mean that's the weirdest thing about it is that for me it's like – I don't know. I don't think it really made a strong argument either way because he kind of talks about it in the beginning. But then he gets caught up in just like the personalities of the park, which is definitely the more con- compelling bit. Oh, yeah. But once he gets swept into that, he kind of drops the whole like animal abuse thing. And then yeah. in the last episode – he like kind of brings it back, but I'm, at this point, I'm like, I've already watched like four hours of your show. I've already been watching this show for four hours, and this is like the first time you brought it up in four hours since like the second episode of the show. So it's like, I don't know. It's all, I don't, I don't think it's a particularly, I don't think he does a particularly good job of making an argument against uh, big cat abuse. I Which mean, obviously, I, I mean, on the side of the aisle, I think. I come down on the fact that, like, I mean, if you have these things, you shouldn't be, like, beating them or anything like that. But also, it's like, I don't know, I, the whole, like, euthanasia thing, I don't know, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of people's points on that, because, I mean, if you look at, like, you know, pets as far as, like, dogs and cats, I mean, like, dogs and cats have to be put down all the time for, like, health reasons and stuff like that, so I don't know why everybody was getting all up in arms. Or if there's just too many, like, a lot of animal societies and SPCAs put down pit bulls all the time you know i mean i know people put these things on a pestle because they're like endangered and stuff like that but at the same time it's like i don't know i mean he's breeding it i mean if you want to get like completely like i don't know like as unbiased as possible i mean he is like breeding these cats and he's like getting more tigers like into the world and making sure that like they don't go extinct so right. from that from that aspect he's doing something good i mean he is also profiting off them with like cup petting and stuff like that. And then, you know, he ends up selling them off to other zoos, which, you know, once they leave his zoo, you don't know how well they're treated by some of these other people. So there's that unknown aspect to it. But I mean, just from the fact that I don't think that the guy who made it was trying to say any either way. I think he was just interested in the, in the concept of these private zoos who have cats. Cause I, the whole, the whole time I didn't, I didn't get, I thought he was pretty fair about showing Carol's mm-hmm. side and like uh, Doc Antle's side and Joe Exotic's side. Like they're, he was showing both sides and he didn't worry. I don't think he was biased either way. No. Um, 
I think that after watching it, I, I definitely came down more on the private zoo side because of because of the fact that all to me that Carol was doing in this documentary is trying to make a monopoly. That's yeah. all it was to me was that making a monopoly that so that way she's the only person that had cats and can make money off these cats. Yeah, that's all that was showing to me. Was yeah, because I mean she's doing the same thing that they're doing. She's just saying that nobody else should be doing it. And that's with all the funding that she gets from the government or from all these things and all the money she gets, and she's not paying these volunteers. How yeah. come your facilities are so trash? Mm-hmm. Like, why are they so trash? Like, you're in the middle of the fucking like where like, some boonies in the in Florida. Like, what? You can't make a better. She's in Tampa, Florida. Like, there's no reason it should be looking. I mean, like those cages and her cages were look were fucking horrific. Like the fact that those and you, cats she had, had like, like what stick like their sixteen. They had to cats? like stick their heads through like small like cages and stuff like that. Yeah. They're, and then they, the, the part where they're like, yeah, she has like sixteen or seven cats or whatever. Whereas like Joe and the other guy have like two hundred. Yeah, and they look, and their facilities look way fucking way better. better than hers. Yeah. So it almost makes me go, I wonder who's actually treating the cats better. You know? Yeah. Like who's actually treating them better? I mean, I, yeah. I don't know, but in terms, the of... the only thing that I will say is that uh, the only thing I hold against Joe Exotic is that uh, no pet should be eating uh, leftover meat from Walmart <laughs> that no, is expired. No employee. Yeah. Should be picking out the meat from that big Walmart Ugh, bin. That bin was fucking gross. Who who in this documentary docu series, who hmm. was your favorite, uh, quote unquote character at the end of it? Hmm. Was it um, old biker guy who thinks he looks cool wearing that biker jacket with a bandana around his head, or was oh, it my favorite? Was it my favorite character, which was second gay husband who has no teeth but ends up being straight and has a baby with the other employee, and he just seemed oh, yeah. really, he seemed really genuine. Yeah, I, that was the other thing is that, like, fucking Joe Exotic, like, fucking brainwashed these people into being gay, which oh, was yeah. so weird. In, in another world, he's a cult leader. Yeah. Well, that's that was the most – honestly, that was the most interesting the thing that I enjoyed the most about um, the series as a whole was specifically his treatment of, like, Doc Antle and showing how, like, fake that personality is. I enjoy that a lot where you're, like, ripping away the veil where it's like – I mean, they had that. The opening bit is like him talking about, "All right, now you guys, we're gonna get out. You're gonna, I'm gonna go inside. You're gonna knock on the door. I'm gonna open the door. I'm gonna say, hey, what's going on? And I'm gonna invite you guys to come inside.' I enjoy like the peeling back of the 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 layers that that aspect of it I enjoyed quite a lot and showing, you know, I think that's a lot of things that like get missed in like documentaries and stuff like that is like a lot of times how fake these people like really are oh, yeah. in their interviews. So, yeah, it, it was weird too because like. Doc Antle too, like from the, from the, his from the way that he's portrayed in this, mm-hmm. it almost shows me like in this from like the how many the girlfriends and the wives and all this kind of stuff, yeah. Like either one of these dudes, even Carol, like mm-hmm. it could have been like you know Am Shariko, it could have been you know Joan, yeah. it could have been any, of these, it could have been like any of these. Could have like, fucking children of God, dude. Yeah, mm. what, what's stopping them from being any of these big cults? You know, like yeah. Yeah. like that's essentially what it is, cult of yeah. tigers and. I, I don't I don't know, but I mean overall yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was. I didn't think it was that crazy that people kept saying it was crazy. No. I, yeah, I, I don't think it was like I'm. A, I mean, compared to like, I don't think it's too crazy compared to like other true crime stuff that I've like oh, heard yeah, about and read and anything like that. Like, there's definitely crazier because stories. Because even out there. the actual act of him hiring the guy, quote unquote, hiring the guy, yeah, like it, that even wasn't that like that shocking. 
Like that was no. that was that was. I mean, at that like, point, it was like he'd been like years of him like threatening a shooter and all that stuff, and so it's like I don't know. It was kind of like the natural progression of whatever. I, I would much have rather. And this, again, this I was more surprised he just didn't try to like fucking go and do it himself. Do it himself. He, yeah. he seemed like that unhinged at the end of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I liked I, it. Obviously. I think my favorite character was the guy who had no legs. <laughs> the guy was cool. Yeah, that guy was fucking that rad. Was cool. His, yeah, and he had that fucking uh, what are or they the called? The girl who lost the, her arm. Uh, the Raptors or whatever, the three wheelers. That shit was yeah. tight. Or the girl yeah. who lost her arm. She was cool. Dude, she was she was a cool chick, man. She was cool. Yeah, I, I, I would rather have if they're gonna go with a uh, murder for hire, mm-hmm. uh, hitman for hire docu series. They need to do the lead singer of Azalea dying. Ooh, because one, they're a band again. And yeah, they put an album out, and it's a pretty good album. And they're still oh, touring, okay. and they were, they were a Christian band, and he hired a guy to kill his wife and didn't serve time in jail. And then in jail, try to get a court appeal because he needed steroids because he did steroids for a long time. Uh, and since he was in jail, he couldn't get steroids anymore, so he started developing man boobs. And he was like, <laughs> this is not fair. I need steroids. And the judge was like, It's not no, fair. I'm in prison. No. You're setting me up for failure. So I think that that docuseries would be really fun to watch. Yeah, that'd be Plus, the music would be really sick. It'd be a bunch oh. of sweet metalcore. Fuck yeah, heavy metal, true crime, I'm down for that. But, uh, oh. what else, so what else is you? Um, so besides Tiger King, um, uh, I also uh, dove back into Westworld. Uh, okay. And I started back on season two. Uh, I watched the first six episodes, so I'm hoping to finish it this weekend. Um, I like it a lot. Um, I don't know why it took me so long to get back into it. I, it's just a, a lot of these things where it's like sh- – I watched the first season and then the second season comes out and I kind of like lose track of it. Um, but I like where the story's going so far. Um, I don't know. The, the one complaint that I have is that it feels like, cause the first season was all building up to like, as the robots like gain consciousness and whatnot. And it feels like this season is like another buildup, but I don't know. Cause at least in the first one, you know, like the progression is like them, like trying to establish consciousness and like these androids and whatnot. I don't know where the buildup's going in this season. I know they have like an end goal in mind. Like there's a, there's clearly like they state like that there's like a, there's a central like point that all these sto- a lot of these stories are going to converge upon. But I don't know why this point is significant or anything like that. Um, it has a very bad J.J. Um, Abrams mystery box vibe, which mm-hmm. is like the first season had that too, and. Um, I don't know. I hope that doesn't can. Once I finish this season, I'll probably start on season three. But I really hope that season three doesn't continue that mystery box shit. It's really. It always usually ends up setting you up for failure once you commit to the mystery box every season. I mean, look at fucking Lost. That shit was like a shit show by the end. So. Right. Uh, I hope it doesn't continue down that path. But I like what they're doing with a lot of the characters, uh, specifically the androids. They've got a, a lot of cool stuff. They've got. James Marsden do some doing some interesting things, and um, at the end of season or the end of episode six, they tease a return of a character from season one that I'm very excited to see how this plays out for the rest of the season. Um, but yeah, that, so that's been a fun watch. Um, episodes five and six dove into Shogun World real hard, which I fucking love because they basically stepped into an Akira Kurosawa movie, mm-hmm. and it looked fucking sick as fuck. Uh, my only complaint is that I wish they would have spent more time there, because Shogun World is vastly more interesting to me than, than Westworld as a whole. Um, just because 
I mean, at this point, I've watched like 14 episodes of yeah. Westworld, and I'm interested to see them branch out. I was so excited to see them branch out into other stuff, but they really just took like two episodes in Shogun World, and now they're back, mm-hmm. back to Westworld again. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I want, I want more like outside of the box, interesting shit. I mean, they talk all the time that there are all these different parks and all these different themes for all of the parks, and so far we've really only seen Westworld. World, and then they had um, they teased a little bit of like there's like a like a I don't I'm trying to think of what era would be like the early 1900s like India like uh, safari hunt right. like park thing so there's a little tease of that so I mean they've got like you know tidbits here and there but I want to like I mean like after the watching those two Shogun World episodes I was I was texting my buddy because he's watching season two the same time as me and i was like i just want a whole spinoff of just like shogun world shit like that's all i want right it made me instantly it made me way more excited to fucking it got me it got my excitement ramped up to start playing ghost of shushima whenever that comes out so right um so yeah i've been watching that uh that's been fun um and then the last thing that i watched um i'll talk about anime next week because the new season started started but there really hasn't been i think there's only been like two shows that premiered so i'll save that for next week okay. um but um i it's been a long week for me been a long time so last night when i came home i decided i would curl back and watch one of probably one of my favorite movies uh just to turn my brain off and watch something for 90 minutes which is i went we, and watched, we bought a zoo yeah obviously we bought a zoo with we matt damon you know you know the score dude no, I went and watched uh, Clue. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, It's uh, a fantastic murder mystery. I love it. Tim Curry fucking hams it up for 90 minutes, and it's fucking excellent. Um, the f- and Christopher Lloyd is in this, and I always forget about the fact that Christopher Lloyd is in Clue because he's so understated compared to Tim Curry. Um, but yeah, I watched that last night, and it was fucking great, and it reminds me again that I just fucking love Clue. The Clue movie so much. Uh, that movie has no reason being as fucking good as it is based off a fucking board game from Hasbro. I've uh, never seen it. You haven't seen it? No. Oh, you need to watch it. It is an no. excellent... I mean, what really... you like Knives Out. It's, it's, I would say it's... There's a lot of parts that Knives Out like pulls from sure. Clue. I mean, it's like with all those murder mystery things, but specifically in like the satirizing of the genre, Clue as a whole really takes the the murder mystery storytelling aspect and it and i think it does a really good job of satirizing well, I think you know, the whodunit makes me unsure of the future of, of this podcast is that hmm. you wanted to sit back and relax and just turn your brain off so yeah. you watch clue which is fine but yeah. you didn't want to watch like predator or commando or demolition man or die hard like yeah, Action but like, schlock. If, yeah, but like, this is. For me, I feel like action movies are not movies that I want to watch before I go to bed. Action what? movies are like midday on like a Sunday, where it's like I'm fucking, you know, I'm slamming my back a couple of cold ones, you know, and then I put on some Demolition Man and I talk Ooh. about how the future is going to be all Taco Bell and I, Pizza Hut. I go to bed listening to fucking. T2000, T1000, T2000. I thought you were going to say you go to bed listening to the If It Bleeds, We Can Kill It on repeat. (laughs) No, I go to bed. I go to bed listening to fucking Arnold talk to little, no, John Connor about 
the Matrix and what the fucking his skeletal <laughs> structure. I I go to bed thinking listening to that man. I go to, uh, I go to bed listening to fucking what's the what's the black guy's name in Terminator Two? Oh gosh. Um, oh fuck! What is his name? What's the character's name? I for, always forget. What I, 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 go, I go to bed listening to his wife scream as Arnold cuts his his hand <laughs> his hand open. I go to bed listening <laughs> to that. That gives me sweet dreams listening to fucking the helicopter exploding. Uh. I love that, man. I go to bed listening to fucking If He Dies, He Dies. If He Dies, He Dies. You know, get I, to the chopper. I, I quoted that that line with some of my coworkers, and they didn't get it. And I was like, how the fuck do you not get that if line? If He Dies, He Dies. And these guys are like 40. I go, what are you talking about? Damn, son. Ridiculous, man. Can't believe it. So what else have you been checking out? Um... So that was it as far as watching. So in playing, um, there's really only one thing that I've been playing. And I dove back into it, and I dove back into it fucking hard, which is I've been playing fucking Monster Hunter World. Oh, right. You mentioned that. And uh, this game is fucking rad. Uh, I hadn't really played it since it first came out. Um, you know, I'm just – I don't really think any of us, any of the other people in our friends book group have this game still. But um, but so I've kind of been just hunting monsters by myself. But um, – this game's a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, taking down giant monsters, swinging my giant fucking katana, and carving up some some big beasties is uh, a great fucking time. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm at the point now in the in the story missions where I'm uh, I have to take down like the two big dragons, and I can tell I already tried to take down the like the sand dragon like yesterday, and uh, I fucking died three times. Uh, so this shit is gonna be. Uh, a little bit of a march for me. I know it's going to be a little bit of. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do this, honestly. Uh, so, we'll have to see. Um, hopefully, by next week, I can have some updated progress on whether or not I was able to kill these big bad beasties or not. Okay. Because um, I really want to get to uh, the DLC. Because that was the main reason that I jumped in was because I knew that Iceborne, the basically the second part of the game, really, because. From what everybody is saying, it's like basically a whole new game right. uh, came out for Monster Hunter World, and uh, they've got a whole lot of new critters and whatnot in it. Um, but you've got to beat the first part of the story before you can get to it. So um, it's a lot of fun. You got the clutch claw shit, which I don't know how the fuck I ever played this game without the clutch claw before because it makes hunting all these monsters a lot more manageable. Um, being able to actually like grapple onto them with a moment's notice and like break parts of their skin or break parts of their bodies or whatnot, making it easier for easier to soften them up and get the parts that you need to craft your armor or your your big badass weapons or whatnot. So, right. um, but yeah, it's just having a lot of fun, dude. I'm really enjoying just like diving into this world. Like uh, every time I boot it up, I can't wait to go back in and try to hunt down another fucking dragon. Sweet. So, I uh, yeah. I haven't had that feeling. For a game in a long time, yeah. I mean, I, I like to play. So good, I like playing Call of Duty, but then I cancel yeah. my Xbox Live, and now I don't care about playing Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a couple things on my list. If you're Down. done, if you're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm done. That was really um, the big thing. I have about ten things, but I'll skim through some of them. All right. Uh, first thing I did this past few weeks was watch Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Ooh, nice. Love the movie. Obviously, we're both big big uh, yeah. bill and ted fans um it's definitely the one that i watched the least i, I watched the first one w- w- more often than i watched the second one i think yeah. the first one's still a way better movie mm-hmm. two is good uh but uh it, it's weirder 
Yeah. Which is not bad, but one is like way more. Uh, well, one's the classic, obviously. Two is the cult yeah. favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. So love that movie. Uh, then I started watching this show on Netflix. It's a, it's a Hong Kong police criminal crime show okay. called OCTB, which is OCTB. like it's about it's about a undercover uh, Hong Kong police officer in a in the like triad gang gang whatever he takes down this gang from the inside out and then he uh goes back to be a regular cop and works a desk for like eight years and then flash forward after eight years um one of his old um guys who used to work for him at when he was a gang guy is now the new uh gang leader Mm. and he's now it's him trying to take take him down as he returns back to the street and it, uh, it's good. It's like fucking like 30 episodes. It's like a mm-hmm. it's a TV show. It's only one season, but it's almost like it's cheaper quality because it's just like filmed fast, I can tell. So it's almost like a, a little bit better than a soap opera. Okay. But it's hard to explain. It's like it's shot well. It looks good. The sets mm-hmm. are kind of cheap. The props are a little cheaper. The budget's mm. clearly sh- smaller. So to me, it's like one or two steps above like a telenovela type okay. thing. But it's good. It's, uh, it's on Netflix in its entirety um, and subtitled and all kind of stuff. Um, then I watched a documentary on Netflix uh, called Power of Grayskull, Ooh. which is a, a He-Man documentary. And it kind of just expands on the uh, Toys That Made Us episode. They're separate things, but like... It mm-hmm. kind of just expands on the toy line, how it was made, the after effects, the future of the toys, how they were rebooted, and how they kind of ebbed and flowed to where they're at currently now. Mm-hmm. Um, good documentary. It's pretty fun. And then the bigger thing I wanted to mention, I'll skim through these next parts real fast. Yeah. Miami, my, I started watching Miami Vice again Ooh, nice. for the third or fourth time. So I'm, I'm re-watching that. Um, I'm on episode five. Um, I'm still plunging away at Quantum Leap, which I've never seen before. I mentioned that last week. Um, episode four, five, four of Quantum Leap. It's really fun. Okay. It's fun Scott Bakula show. Whole, a wholesome guy travels into new bodies and tries to fix a problem. It's fun. Um, I started watching A Team. Oh, nice. On Amazon Prime. They bah, have. Bah, bah, they bah, have I never cared for the A-Team as a kid. It would come on TV, but um, I, I never really watched it. So now it's the first time really experiencing it. I haven't it. watched it like through and through. Like I remember there was a, a time where I I think it came on uh, like A&E or AMC all the time. And so I would watch it like – I think this was like middle school or something like that. Middle school or high school where it would show up on like A&E or AMC all the time. So I would watch like episodes here or there. Um, and they're fun, but I don't – I never watch it like top to bottom. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I it was something that I never really cared for. I, I watched other shows, Miami Vice being one of mm-hmm. them, um, and it would come on all the time. I just never fucking watched. I mean, I could see clips here and there, but I don't like dive into it. So I'm really I'm watching that, and I'm I'm just noticing myself watching older shows more, shows that uh, mm-hmm. you no, know, if you want to call them retro, I guess now. Right, mm-hmm. um, things that I just never watched because I was too young or not alive. All um, right. So, A Team, I'm still watching a couple episodes at a time. I'm pretty much doing like a my own version of weekly. I have to. I'm not binging any show. I'm watching mm-hmm. one episode at a time. Okay. So I'm like in a circle. So I'll, I'll watch one Miami Vice, 
one A-Team, one $6 million man, one Knight Rider, which I'm also okay. watching. Nice. Um, doing that. Then I uh, rewatched Utopia a few days ago. Oh, okay. Really good. I think we, we talked before about this, how kind of like with Westworld, they show you all these worlds of Zootopia, and they don't get you. They don't, they don't show you any of them, and that kind of yeah. bugs me. I wish they would show you more of the other stuff. Yeah. Um, so, but I heard they're making two and a three. Damn, I'm they already got a trilogy plan. I didn't but, know that. But after watching Zootopia for the, I guess my third time watching it. Yeah. I'm like, which came first, Zootopia or fucking um, Beastars? Beastars, because it's the same. I'm show. pretty sure Beastars came out first i it's thought the, it's the same thing it's literally it's, the same thing yeah it's the same it's the same thing the plot is the same thing everything about it is the same thing as b stars um except for the main character being a bunny not a not a wolf let's see b stars started in 2016 when did zootopia go? zootopia also came out in 2016 okay so so they came out basically like the same time um so that that's the uh the other thing but this is the big one i wanted to mention because it's on netflix right now um mm, okay Hit me with it. And it's a movie that I've liked. I never really loved. But after watching it this time, I can I can say that um, I'm officially in the majority. Mm. Um, this movie is really great. Okay. Um, everything about this movie is great. And that's Batman Begins. Fuck yeah, dude. I, I liked it. Before. I always liked it. I always thought it was good. But yeah. after this rewatch, I thought that it's it's excellent. It's like, yeah. it's like the perfect origin story. That they can give Batman. Like, it's so, like, Christopher Nolan, like, hits it on the head, like, perfectly. Yeah. Um, everything about it makes sense. They give you every bit of everything. And I think the thing, what what about this movie um, is so digestible for people, for, like, like normies, is that <laughs> they start you out with ninjas. Like, Fuck yeah, dude. They, don't, they don't start you out with Batman, then you get ninjas. No, no, no. They start you out with mystical ninjas, and then you get Batman. So it's Batman's like, a ninja before he's Batman. Right. So it's like, you're not going, oh, wow, Batman jumped a shark. You're like, no, no, no. We started out with fucking ninjas. And then yeah. he becomes a bat guy. So it becomes, mm-hmm. I think it's more digestible that way. Yeah. Um, I was kind of, I kind of was thinking when I was watching it, being like, how come, he's he was gone seven years. Right. So did he study with like. Zatanna's dad? Did he study with detectives? Did he? Like, who else did he study yeah, with? Yeah, they don't really hit on that aspect. They kind of like place it all in the fact that like Razo Ghul was like the only one who trained him. But like in in lore, that's not true. He trained right. with like a bunch of fucking people. And he was gone for like fourteen years or something. Yeah. He left when he was like a teenager and came back when he was like twenty something. Yeah. Um, so like, was he just like in, the, in Batman Begins? It almost made it seem like he was just a criminal like for a couple yeah. of years, just like couple years he's out there like you no know, robbing shit and doing stuff and then he became picking and pockets he, and taking names yeah and then he went and became a ninja um but i liked it obviously the sets are great the everyone in the movie is great yeah who first forget i forget who who plays rachel in number two number two is um it's maggie gyllenhaal right that's what it was okay because in the first one it's, it's not her it's, it's katie holmes, katie holmes first yeah one. Yeah, because I, I I yeah, Maggie Gyllenhaal plays it in the second one. Yeah, yeah I couldn't remember who, who plays her in the second Okay, so if you that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, this one's movie's great. I love I love this movie. Um, yeah. I don't have a copy of it on Blu-ray or anything. I should probably do that. Um, yeah, that's all I've been doing. That's pretty uh-huh. much it. Just watching a lot of retro TV shows. Um, yeah. Haven't really read anything because my comic book shops are all closed. Yeah. Um, so oh, I did read my comics, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, get to it. Well, what you get? 
Well, I mean, I got the three. Hold on, give me a second. Yeah, go ahead. Since all the combo shops are closed, I have not had any chance to read. And I have a huge backlog of comics to read, but I'm just not fucking right. doing it because I'm being lazy. Um, so, These are the three I got which at get? the comic book shop last week, which was... I got... Honestly, this was the one I la read last, but it's the one that's most intriguing to me, which was was another one that you got, which was Join the Future, right. which I read. Uh, I like the president's... I like the, the premise a lot. It reminds me a lot of Westworld in a way, where it's like... There's a Wild West aspect, but there's also, like, the future thing. I like the aspect. I mean, it's clearly just about, like, clearly the end goal is, like, gentrification is bad and all that shit. I mean, you can see that from, like, a mile away, but I'm interested to see exactly how they blend, like, the technology with, like, the old world stuff. Um, so, yeah, so that's cool. They got, like, fucking laser jetpacks and shit. So that was pretty rad. I read Strange Adventures. I got that, issue one. Um... I didn't really have any connection to um, to this character at all, so um, I like where it's going. I mean, I, I read the guy's Mr. Miracle Run, so I really like his writing and like the way that he writes characters and whatnot. So, so that was rad. Um, I'm interested to see where that goes further. Um, it looks, at least premise-wise, so far, it's very similar to Mr. Miracle, where there's a lot of jumbling of timelines and like the who did what and that kind of thing. The war um, hero, all kind of stuff. Yeah, war hero. Um, is he really a war hero? What actually happened when he was fighting? Is he on the good side or the bad side? That kind of thing. A lot of the blurring of blurring of lines as to what makes a hero and that kind of thing. Um, which, which, it honestly makes me. It made me less excited because I. That's exactly what Mister Miracle was. Yeah, it's it's a very. It seems very similar to start off with. And again, um, like I've said this before, I always put an asterisk here. I really liked. Uh, I like King's Mr. Miracle run. I don't think that's necessarily how I like Mr. Miracle. I think Mr. Miracle is a more fun character as a magician, escape artist, um, not a super character study. I, that's just my opinion. Um, yeah. I never read his vision. I know his vision is also another big one. I, I haven't read, read it. Stuff. His vision run is another big, like, it's essentially he took Mr. Miracle, he took Vision did the same thing with both characters, like made them like super character study from what I understand. Had okay. Vision, so I can't talk about it. But he ruined Batman for a year and however long, two years. Was he the one that wrote the the, the wedding shit? He, he's the one who wrote Batman getting married and then Ugh. getting uh, – what's it called? Left at the altar and then crying and then Ugh. he ruined Batman. Batman Peters is the worst Batman. Let's just yes. say that first of all. <laughs> so – and Doctor Adam Strange – Right, Adam Strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, Adam Strange. I again, I, I also don't have any connection to the character because he's not. He was never a character that was popular during mm -hmm. really our life. I mean, there's yeah. been a couple runs. I remember I used to I had a huge, I had a full collect run of a run of, of a storyline of his from probably like 2003 or four or something, but mm -hmm. I never read it, so I don't really know the character. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't really know what to. I can't really say if it's good or bad in terms of yeah. the character history. I just know that. I don't necessarily want another character study of a, of a, of a yeah. war person. Um, right. I know Tom King used to be in the CIA, so a lot of his stuff, he, he thinks that he is a soldier or something. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. All I know is that um, uh, the art looks great. And the cover yeah. is done by Doc Shaner, who's a, a great retro style I love the I love the cover for Strange Adventures. It's a great cover. I, I like it a lot. 
Um, so that, so I read that. That's and whenever that's the good. next books come out, if they come out physical, if they ever come out physical, I'll I'll, I'll pick up the next two or three, and yeah. pat, if I don't like it, I'll drop it. Yeah, I would. I was. I was probably gonna read until like issue four, and if it doesn't grab me by issue four, I'll probably be done with it. But as far as the first issue goes, I'm interested to see where he goes. Hopefully, he veers off in like somewhat of a different direction from Mister Miracle. Because if it's the same thing with Mister Miracle but a different character, I mean that's just lazy, dude. Come on. Yeah, I, I don't have any desire for that. Yeah. There are certain characters that I care about, and Mister Miracle to me didn't, didn't necessarily need that level yeah. of, you know dissection yeah i mean it works but i don't necessarily think it i don't think i, I needed it for him yeah um, i don't know he also does it with characters that like really don't stick out that much i mean like nobody really knew about mr miracle that much before he did it and strange adventures like i feel like nobody knew who the fuck adam strange was until he started this run so well that's that's, that's when dc gives people it gives him the ability to do that because yeah no one gives a shit about adam strange yeah so it's like, okay, well, he's a dead character, really. I mean, he's not making money. No. We'll, we'll give him Tom King. Tom King can do his Tom King thing, and then maybe he'll yeah. make some money with the character. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and move into the news yes. section of the pod. Um, I want to start talk, talking about comic books. I'll mention this first since we're yeah. talking about comics as it is in DC alone. alone. Yeah. Um, Jeff Johns, mm-hmm. DC legend. DC legend that he that he is, yes. Flash, Aquaman, Shazam, Green Lantern, mm-hmm. JSA, legendary mm-hmm. writer, um, creator of Star Girl. Star Girl's coming out on DC and CW uh, soon, I believe. I think um, so. Yeah. They he was giving out. They had pressers that they were sending out to companies. Attached to the presser was a letter he wrote, essentially saying what Star Girl means to him. The creation of the character, um, all this stuff, and essentially, Star Girl was made as a reflection of his sister who died in a plane crash. Um, and it was a really nice letter. And I, I usually don't care about these kind of things; it's usually a sappy. But Jeff Johns is mm-hmm. the kind of writer that I think writes. He's he's one of the greatest writers of all time, in my opinion, for comic books. Um, and the fact that he is not writing as much anymore really kind of bums me out. But that's fine. Um, so yeah, yeah. Sister, sister died in a plane crash, and then uh, a big one apparently. I think I was too young um, to know what this was, but mm-hmm. the character's based on her, and I love Starman. I think Starman's a fantastic character. Jack Knight, particularly the '90s Starman, is like a fantastic character. If you haven't read any of this stuff, Zach, you should definitely read some Starman. No, I haven't read that. So Jack Knight, Starman is like it's the son of the original Starman. Um, it's like a, he's like a punk rock guy, like punk Ooh. rock. He didn't never want to be a superhero. He said fuck that. So his, his older brother or his brother took over the mantle after his dad retired. He gets murdered. So Jack Knight has to like has to do something. He wears like an army coat, has like patches on it. He's like a really it's a cooler version. of like a punk rock character, and Star Girl is another another in the line of that star character. Okay. Um, I never was a huge fan of Star Girl. But the show, the, te- the teaser for the show, the trailer for the show, looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has Owen Wilson in it. Oh, it does? Yeah, he plays her stepdad. Damn, all right. Who was, who was the sidekick to Starman. So, so he, he was Starman. Or was he, he, 
he was a sidekick. Sidekick okay. to Starman, and he becomes, and then so she becomes Star Girl, and he becomes a sidekick to her to like help her through her journey. It looks fun. Okay. It looks like a, it looks like the best DC TV show that we've that we've had, honestly. And this is like this is only on the DC streaming app, right? No, I think it's on CW as well. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, I believe. I Interesting. believe. I think it comes on the DC app first, and then then it'll come out on CW after. I believe. Okay. Interesting. Comes out May 11. Nice. May 11. I mean, I, I'm always interested to. I mean, the, nothing. None of the DC shows have really gripped me since the Flash. Although I need, I do kind of want to watch Doom Patrol because that looked fun. Also, Brendan Fraser is acting, and I want to watch anything that Brendan Fraser's in because he's a fucking god. He's the but, best. Um, he's the best. So I need to watch Doom Patrol, but hopefully this, I'll, I'll definitely check this out. It looks interesting, and I've liked stuff with star girl in the past so well so there's that yes what do you want to hit next uh motherfucking michael bean baby um fuck dude this is some big star wars news buddy this is a big star this is probably the biggest star wars news we've had in a long time because kyle motherfucking reese is going to be in the mandalorian season two hopefully he has a bigger part than just a bit part like a lot of the guests had in season one yeah that was probably the most disappointing thing about season one of mandalorian was that they had all these cool guests but besides uh whatever the fuck her name is from deadpool none of them were like recurring characters um which was lame as fuck um i think with someone like him you have to give him i would hope so dude he's too big of a action star name He's too big of an action star, sci-fi name, not to give him multiple yeah. episodes or a story or something. Because he's it's not only is he Kyle Reese, but he's also fucking Hicks. Like he's yeah, he's an aliens. I mean, he's too big of a name not to give him more stuff. I think that'd be a really big uh, mistake not to give that guy more more whatever or make him a Mando. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know oh, what they're fuck, gonna do, dude. but that's right. They're going to Mando's homeworld. Fuck, dude. I hope he's a Mando. So well, could... no, they're not. He's going to. Yoda's homeworld, right? I guess. I I don't know. Something like um, that. I can't remember what the fuck happened. That, that's a big get. That's a big get. Maybe, Huge get. Maybe I'll actually finish the show before that comes out. Between that and fucking uh, what's her name is Ahsoka Katano, they got some big names jumping Rosario up there. Dawson, yeah, that's a big one. That's also a big one. Um, Ahsoka Katano. That's a that's a good get. Let's go ahead and move to this. Mm, I okay. Talk about. Tell me this espn documentary oh okay. yeah this is a this is a big thing for me i'm a big sports fan big sports yeah. guy um now basketball is probably my least favorite but my first favorite sport let me explain mm-hmm. how that how that makes sense okay. um basketball is my most hated sport because uh it's boring to watch yeah but also it's very exciting to watch let me explain how that makes sense um it's the most okay. high, highlightable sport of all time. It, it is, it's such a fun sport to watch, but the current game of basketball is not a sports podcast, so I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to go into my sports rant. The current game of okay. basketball is boring to watch because it's all three point shooting. So I don't right. care about that. I'm not saying it's hard or easy or whatever. I'm just saying it's boring to watch. It's less physical. People say it's say it is still physical. I don't necessarily believe that. I'd rather watch people charging the paint and shoot. Whatever, whatever. So this documentary yeah. series, 10 episodes, ESPN, they're moving it up from the initial date to April 20th, I think, or April 18th. One of those two. I believe it's April 
something like that. April 10th, 18th, 20th. One of those two. Mm-hmm. Or three. Ten-part episode uh, docuseries following the Bulls in the 90s. It's called The Last Dance. This is awesome. This is awesome. Because one, ESPN 30 for 30 slash the, that crew who makes those movies, mm-hmm. those docuseries, are excellent. And we just yeah, had... Yeah, it's a great th- crew. We just had Dennis Robin one recently, so I'm super excited. There's a D-Wade one. Um, excuse me. That was really great. I mean, they got to be pumping these things out on ESPN now. That's the only content they got. No more sports anymore. And that's why they're moving it up because there's people at home. They know that it's done. Make some money. Yeah. Um, plus, it's Michael fucking Jordan. Yeah. You know, and it's supposed you to be. You know it's going to make some fucking money. Oh, my gosh. And like, even people who don't like basketball, like me, who, who haven't watched basketball for a full season. I mean, I don't like basketball, and I still like Michael Jordan. <laughs> oh, I, I will watch this absolutely when it comes out. I mean, the last thing I paid ESPN for was uh, Peyton's Places, which was which was Peyton Manning's uh, 100th season of football, like, anniversary special, where he went and, like, traveled the country talking about football with different players and history stuff. I paid for ESPN Plus just to watch that. I will pay for ESPN Plus just to watch this. Like, mm-hmm. I will absolutely do that. Um, if it's on ESPN, which I, I can't imagine why it wouldn't be on ESPN Plus. But all basketball fans, all sports fans, people who don't care about sports but just, you know, know Michael Jordan, this is this is huge. This is pop culture history right here. Yeah. This this was the fuck this was the Warriors in the nineties, man. Like mm. you know, this is the the greatest of all time. If if you want to see like LeBron, then you're wrong. Uh, Zach, what do you want to hit next? The Sony stuff, or uh, what do you think? I think so because Sony basically pushed all of their movies back from what was it? All their movies that were coming out in July, I think, are coming out in like 2021 now, which is a fucking bummer. Mainly because uh, fucking Ghostbusters in that lineup, dude. Fuck, man. Yeah. I'm so, so excited to see Ghostbusters. Afterlife was supposed to come out July 10. Now it's moved to March 5th. Yeah. Now, here, now that sucks because that we were supposed if if this didn't happen, which you, I'm assuming so. Yeah. I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt that it wasn't gonna get pushed regardless. I was. Um, I, I would assume that yeah, it was gonna come out July regardless. So if it comes out July 10, that's like what three months away. Yeah, it's April now, so it's April. So moving to March, May, moving fall. to March fifth is almost a year. Yeah, fuck, dude. Like that's that's terrible. It's so that's long terrible. away. I just want to um, see it. Morbius got moved from July to March. I like how Uncharted is in this list, even though that movie is a fucking crapshoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but so Uncharted Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters is huge. Yeah, I mean, honestly, of that list, I mean, Ghostbusters is the biggest one. I don't really give a fuck about Morbius. Uh, Uncharted's not going to ever be a movie because nobody will stay on that thing longer than, like, a couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the fact that Ghostbusters got pushed back, I mean, that's a huge fuck. On the other side, on Warner Brothers, they've moved, I actually didn't see this. What happened with Warner Brothers? They moved Wonder Woman from August oh, yeah, 14th to, to June. Yeah. That's another eight months or whatever, <sighs> six, seven months. Like, there's no excuse for that. It's ridiculous. There's no excuse. They want that. that they want that summer blockbuster money, dude. They'll delay it a year if they can get that summer blockbuster money. The DCEU or DC, what's it called? What's it called? The DC. Yeah, I don't. Even, it's not even the EU anymore because now they're done with the connected stories. It just 
I I would consider it. I don't know. It's just like the DCU. It's just the, movies that take yeah, place in D- the DC universe. The DC universe can't handle another. Can't handle. And then there's rumors about Warner Brothers trying to find new Aquaman. I didn't see that. There's yeah, there's some talk going on about how they're not. They want to go away from Aquaman. Like go away. From I mean, Jason honestly, Momoa. instead of a new Aquaman, they should find a new Aqua Lady or whatever the fuck. Because whoever was fucking opposite of Jason Momoa had like no fucking chemistry with him. Well. So, this is not on our, our doc yet, but or not on our mm. doc at all. I saw a lot of rumors about how they're thinking about replacing Jason Momoa, mm. and Amber Heard is like in the middle of some shit show with Johnny Depp. I know that apparently she's in a thing where she like abused Johnny Depp or something like yeah. that. Like I think he like made accusations that she like beat him or like threatened well, his like, life or something like that it was like she accused him and then there's like recordings of this and she hired a private investor it just it's, that it's should a, be a documentary series the, huh? yeah you know so it's it's all the stuff where who knows what they're going to do and they're not going to you know do the interconnected universe i mean there's no point no. In, in mattering i still i still say this that while i do like aquaman mm-hmm. i like momoa's portrayal of aquaman no i still want aquaman to be a blonde guy <laughs> Honestly, I just want him to have a hook for a hand. That's all I want. I want my fucking Justice League Unlimited Aquaman. All right. Well, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. Um, let's move up to we we said a bunch of stuff being delayed. Yeah. Uh, Batman, Matrix Four. Um. Yeah. Uh. Let's see. Let's see, were there were there dates for those? Let me look. Uh, the Batman was supposed to come out like this fucking year. It's like twenty twenty. I thought. Or 2021? Was it? 2021. So then the production got delayed. Yeah, production got halted. It was supposed to come out at June 25th, 2021. And Matrix was supposed to hit May 21st, 2021. Yeah. So those both got delayed. Um, Probably to I'm fine with both of those being delayed. Like, if it was supposed to come out this summer, I'd be annoyed. Like, Ghostbusters, I'm annoyed about. Mm -hmm. But Matrix being delayed... I'm okay with because um, you have to get that right. And the Wachowskis, they haven't gotten right in a while. Since like The Matrix. Some would say since 1999, they haven't got it right. Now, I won't say that because I think Speed Racer is really good. Oh, yeah, Speed Racer is fun. I think um, Matrix 2 and 3 are good, especially after Uh, rewatching I think they're fine, especially after a rewatch. I think they're fine. I don't think there's as good as the Matrix, but I mean they're well, they're good on their own, right? And then, um, but they've had a lot of a lot of stankers since. They got since a lot of stankers. Speed I Racer, mean, specifically one ascending, um, Jupiter some, ascending. Some big stinkers in there, but and then Sense Eight was. I never watched that, but I know that fine. critics liked it. It was um, fine, and it was a cool concept. It was like a representation um, show, basically, wasn't it? It kind kind of. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I saw a lot of articles about that. So. But, then, but them delaying that is fine with me because I think that they because only one of them is coming back. I think only Lana is coming back, which I don't know. I don't know their names anymore. I don't. I don't. They both that's changed why, their names. That's why I just called them the Wachowskis. Yeah. But they need to take time to really dial in that story because if yeah. you come out come back with some bullshit, mm-hmm. people are gonna be like you you you're ruining your own legacy now. Yeah. You know. Um, you have to really explain really well how Trinity's back. You have to explain um, why this movie's even necessary. You, you have to explain what's the point. Is it going to actually be Neo 
or yeah. is it going to be something else? You have to really dial That's in. That's the other thing. Yeah, you have to explain how the fuck Neo's back because he's fucking dead. And you have to you have to per- formulate the question because there's there's the purpose of the first three movies, like the philo- philosophy stuff. There's questions are there. Yeah. What you have to make sure you have that stuff in the next one because if you don't have it, it's just going to be an action movie and people. Yeah, it's going to be generic action movie. No, people don't want to see just and there you can't just do oh what's the mate like no growing up people say oh do the matrix and it's the fucking no neo bullet dodge yeah don't just have one of those scenes in there for the sake of which I don't think that they would do that because the Wachowskis no. don't really don't go backwards they they kind of go forward yeah. in terms of like taking risks which I I appreciate yeah but they have to really that time could really this time could really dial in like making sure we have the right idea of going forward with. Why is why is Anderson back? Is it yeah. actually Anderson? Why is Trinity back? Is it actually Trinity? All this yeah. shit, you know. Who's the current one? Is there a one? All this. I stuff. would be more interested in that. Is there even a one anymore? Yeah, mm. I don't know. So these are great questions. Hopefully, I we know. get answers. They they need to be asking themselves these questions. Yeah. What's next, bro? Dude. AMC, Ryan Reynolds is in a Dragon Lair movie. <laughs> Do you, do you care? Honestly, I don't care that it's him. I mean, I like him, but uh, I'm interested in a Dragon Lair movie. I wonder if it's going to be animated or if it's going to be live action, but... I uh, don't like Ryan Reynolds. I'm fine with him. I think I, his wife is super hot. That's, um... I love Blake Lively. Blake death. Lively, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you watched oh, that stupid Lively. shark movie. Yeah, I love that shark movie. She's great in it. Dude, I didn't lo- watch that her new movie though. What the fuck was it called? The drum section? The oh, I didn't see it. Whatever I section? See it. I don't know. No, I uh, that was a weird looking movie, but and my girlfriend loves both of them, right? So we so she wants to watch all the movie, and I I won't do it. His new movie coming out looks fun. The the free man where he's like he plays like an NPC in a video game. Oh, that looks stupid. That looks fun, dude. Looks like fucking click. It no, looks what's like the pixels? Pixels. It looks like pixels. It looks like pixels for sure. But I forgive it because it's supposed to be a video game. You know, I uh, she, my girlfriend wanted to go watch when they came out the Simple Favor. Oh yeah. So I heard good things about that movie. We went I still to go, need to watch that. We went to go watch it, and uh, it sucked. That's Paul Feig. It, it was it. He directed it. Movie yeah. Fucking sucked, bro. <laughs> the movie blew. I think that was his first movie after Ghostbusters. It felt like I was watching and go, and I was thinking like, there's supposed to be like a twist in it, right? Which doesn't really matter because it's yeah. not a good twist. I go, oh, it's gonna have like a twin or some bullshit, probably something stupid, and yeah. it ended up being a fucking twin. And I was like, oh my fucking god, <laughs> like it was not. And then like, Anna Kendrick was so like boring in it. Mm-hmm. The only benefit of that movie is that Snake Eyes is in it. Oh yeah, dude. That's I like him. The Henry Golding or whatever. The only benefit was that. Fucking dope. And he was he wasn't really in that much. He wasn't. No lame. He played uh, what's her name's husband, um, Blake Lively's husband. Oh, okay. It wasn't a good movie. Don't watch it. Don't waste your time. <sighs> okay. But the, the fact that you even went to the, you paid hard cash money to watch Blake Lively versus fight a shark. I did. Makes me like question why you paid money to go watch Blake Lively. I like and, shark. First of all, I like shark movies in general, and also I just love Blake Lively. She's. I, I mean, I get it, man. I love like 
We all have our own things that we will pay. Look, money I mean, for. I mean, you would pay any amount of money in whatever garbage movie Natalie Portman is in, you will go fucking watch it. So don't even talk to me about questioning but my here, lively choices. Here's the difference between the two of us and our interest in actresses. One, there are a ton. Some would say every role she's been in is a trash role of Blake Lively. Mm. Um, you can't say that with the Harvard-educated <laughs> Natalie Portman. I do just remember Natalie's rap from SNL. That's all, all I can think of. All like, I can say I is this. What, what was Blake Lively in? What, what show was she in? She in, was... One Tree Hill or Gossip Girl? I think she was in One Tree Hill, but uh, she was in The Sisterhood of Traveling Pants, my okay, man. So, so you can't tell me about no shitty roles. While, while Blake Lively's filming The Sisterhood of Traveling Pants, mm, mm. fucking 10, 15 years prior at 13 years old or whatever, Natalie Portman's filming Leon the Professional. She was a Professional. Gossip Girl. No, she was Leon the Professional. I mean, mm. it's not it's no question. Oh, no, because... I was talking about Blake Lively. Blake Lively was in Gossip Girl. Okay, gotcha. Uh, um, Blake Lively was in the town, dude, so get out of here. <laughs> Oh, that's her best role is playing some fucking like drugged up Boston. Hey, man. <laughs> shitty mom. Everybody needs that role. Uh, let's see. Yeah. The fact that the fact that um, like I was saying, like right, you're not wrong. I'll, I'll pay a lot of money. I'll pay any money to watch an Natalie Portman movie. But the fact that like you like sharks enough to pay that money. I like Jaws. Jaws. Say, I like Deep Blue Sea. I like The Shallows. Well, stop. Uh, I didn't watch Everyone, The Meg. Everybody that likes was like Jaws. the dumb version of Jaws. What? Everybody likes Jaws because it's fucking Jaws. Deep Blue Sea? It sucks. Deep Blue Sea is a fun movie. Samuel L. Jackson sucks, gets bitten man. in half by a shark. That's great. I think the difference is this. They have super intelligent serial killer sharks. That's awesome. The dif- the difference and you is got this. LL Cool J. You like animal shit. Like the, I do love like, animal shit. Like if they've released Jurassic Park 4, not Jurassic World. I'm already World, in the theater. I'm already watching in the theater. It. Now, here's the thing. I mean, I first will... of all, I've already watched all the Jurassic Park movies, and I've watched Jurassic World and Jurassic World 2, and you know I'm going to be in the theater for Jurassic World 3. So, yes. Now, here's the thing. I've seen all of them have... as well. I've seen all of them as well. And they all suck except for the first one. Uh, I don't mind uh, Jurassic Park 3. Uh, I like the fact that it's... I like the fact that it doesn't just retread what one does. It goes in a different direction, uh, specifically with the whole... I mean, it's not just a fucking Tyrannosaurus, which is nice. They, like, How many movies up. are we going to get from Jurassic Park where they say, we've made a new dinosaur? Well, that's, that's the movie. That's my main problem with Jurassic World, is that's all they've got is we've made a new dinosaur. At least with the old ones, it wasn't we made a new dinosaur, it's there's a new dinosaur that's like... Coming to fuck well, us no, no, up. No, no, no. That's why I like the first one because the first one wasn't wasn't we made a dinosaur. It was hey, we made dinosaurs. Yeah. But Jurassic Park three was hey, there's another dinosaur that you didn't hear about. Well, no, Jurassic Park three is a similar concept to uh, the Lost World, which is there are dinosaurs on this island. We gotta go on this island. It well, wasn't that we made in Jurassic Park three. Was... No, Jurassic Park three was also like hey, we're on this island trying to save these people and they lied to us. Yeah. But also. You thought the T-Rex was the baddest dinosaur? The Spinosaurus, baby! You're wrong. Oh my god, dude. I love the right? Spinosaurus. Plus they got but the like, raptor shit. They got the shit with the raptors with the with the feathers on their heads. And they got the they got the call with the raptors. That was the one where they made like pterodons fucking like actually scary when they're in the birdcage. Oh, dude. 
The fact that's that you good. Know, the fact that you know these, I know two. I know I know five dinosaur names. I know four dinosaur names. I love dinosaurs. Dinosaurs Here's is my fucking shit, dude. I you love dinosaurs. You named ones I can't even. I don't don't, don't even know what those are. You don't know, know what pterodons are? They're the fucking they're uh, they're they're the the wing one. They're, they've got they've got short stubby legs. They've only got wings. They got hands on their wings, and they've got the long beaks. That was a pterodactyl. No, the pterodons and pterodactyls are different. Okay, so I know. Four. Pterodactyls actually have like bodies. Pterodons, like their wings are like connected to their. Body. I know. I honestly, I, I'm thinking of what ty- dinosaurs I know. I think I I really only know like the ones that color coordinate to Power Rangers. Fair enough. Tyrannosaurus. Pterodactyls in there. Triceratops. Triceratops. Pterodactyl. And then the mastodon, which is not a dinosaur. And then the saber-toothed tiger. And saber-toothed tiger, which is also not a dinosaur. It's not a dinosaur. <laughs> Um. Okay, let's see. Um, AMC Theaters has furloughed 600 yep. employees at the Kansas headquarters among among the C uh, virus. This is from Deadline. Um, this is this is this is good and bad. Yeah. Uh, mostly bad, but anytime yeah. something furloughs, it blows. Obviously, yeah. but this is how a company has to stay afloat. Yeah. This is bad for the movie industry, which ties in to um that note from christopher nolan i think i think it was last yeah week i mentioned yeah it. i think last week or two weeks ago or something yeah, like that last podcast episode where yeah. um nolan was taught writing to hope to help theaters mm-hmm. amc which is one of the biggest american you know theater theater companies that's a, that's a big deal to furlough that many people at their headquarters imagine everyone who's not at the headquarters you know yeah. Like just locally, like how many how many fucking people are just not just aren't working, you know? No. So I mean, with the theater shutting down, and that's like multiple industries now between the film industry, you know, games are doing fine because you can still put games out digital. It's fine. Yeah. Comic shops are dying, comic books are dying. Yeah, movie theaters are dying. I mean, like it's. And I don't know about you. Have you had any desire to go onto? Log on to your Xbox and just buy a rent a movie from. Hey, you want to watch this movie? We we have we're putting it on digital. Like I've had no desire to do to watch onward. No, well, the ones that they put out is like first of all the ones they put out I've had no desire because the ones they put out are like they put out the Invisible Man early, which is like I don't give a fuck about that movie. They put out yeah. Bloodshot, which is like cool, but like I have no desire to like fucking pay money to watch Bloodshot. Right. The only one that was interested in was that it's coming out. I think I don't think it's out yet, but it's coming out soon. And I didn't get to watch it in theaters, and I probably will rent it because Bad Boys for Life is coming out. I was like, I didn't get to watch that in theaters, but I do want to watch it. I won't. I'm not gonna watch that movie. Bad Boys for Life. I don't think I will. Um, did you look at these Final Fantasy VII Polygon figures? Dude, honestly, I looked at uh, all the figure links that you sent me. Uh, those polygon figures are like right up my fucking alley. They're rad, right? I fucking love the way they look. I love the way I like. I think my favorite out of these are probably. Um, I like Sephiroth a lot, and I like. Um, what the fuck? Oh my god! Why can I not remember his name now? Which one? Uh, black guy. Oh, Barrett. Barrett. Jesus, I like Barrett. I thought you were going to be like, what's the blonde guy, main character? No, I couldn't remember Barrett. But I, I think Sephiroth and Barrett are probably like my two favorites out of this lineup. But 
yeah, these like look they, super fucking rad. They the, these and this, these are official Square figures too. I yeah. think they they really have to come with swords for Cloud and Sephiroth. Oh, for sure, they have to. Like Rufus, is that Rufus right? Which one? Name? Red hair. Oh, guy? the the red hair dude. I think it is. What's his name? Reno. Oh, okay. Yeah, Reno. Okay. Yeah. You got Red Thirteen, which is rad. Yeah. Um. Although Red Thirteen as a polygon just looks like Simba, which is kind of weird. Hold on. Rufus Shinra. Rufus is the bad guy. Okay, I, I knew there was a guy named Rufus in Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these figures look great, man. I, I I won't buy these, obviously, because I don't care enough, but they look really rad. I mean, yeah. and they're small little yeah. figures, but for uh, the body Oh, do you have to get them set, together? Oh, that kind of stinks. I'd rather just get, like, the no, separate... You, it's a good set, though. It is a good set. Yeah. You know, speaking of... I'm not going to talk too much about toys, because I'm a huge toy guy, and I've been getting yeah. back in the toy game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hasbro started putting out a bunch of original G.I. Joe uh, episodes Ooh. on YouTube uh, for free. So you can just go on YouTube and watch a bunch of like OG G.I. Joe episodes. Nice. Um, because they're kickstarting G.I. Joe back. Because it's been dead for a while. Um, Fuck yeah. Obviously the comic book's still going. I read the comic book. Mm-hmm. Real American Hero. There's two comic books for G.I. Joe. The second one's a bunch of SJW stuff. I don't want to read that. The first one's written by Larry Hama, the OG. Still great. Um, obviously the movie's coming out. Yeah. And the toy line's been dead for a while. Yeah, it's been so, yeah, I can't remember the last time I saw like G.I. Joe toys. Well they're rebooting, if you want to call them that kickstarting G.I. Joe back at six inch. It's called G.I. Okay. Joe Classified. Uh I have the first five figures pre ordered. A lot of people have pre ordered Snake Eyes, it came out. The box set looks amazing, and I'm mad that I didn't pre order it because it fucking looks sick. If you go to YouTube and watch unboxings of it, I'm so mad. Mm. They announced it at a Toy Fair a few months back. I went to the page to pre-order it. I said, nah, I'm good. I'm fucking mad that I did it because the box set looks fucking sick. So now I have to buy the regular Snake Eyes when it comes out. Is this the out. one from the the Big Bad Toy Store classified series? Yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah, Big Bad Toy Store classified series. Um, but they don't have Snake Eyes on there because it's not up for pre-order yet. They yeah, have, the only one I'm seeing right now is they've got fucking what is it? Count Count Destructo? What the fuck is it? Destro. The one with the metal Destro. Destro. They have Destro. They got the big roadblock. They got uh, Scarlet. They got Duke. Yeah. Um, here, let me show you this. Um, Damn, these are pretty fucking sick things. This is the first time Joe's have been at six inch. If you go to um, YouTube or go to Google or YouTube and search up Snake Eyes Classified. You're going to find a bunch of people reviewing a figure, this figure, because it came out recently. It's supposed to come out in April and summer area, but people who pre-ordered it are getting there early. Okay. The first batch early, and it's a sick black box set with the fucking Japanese, like, dragon or something on it, demon or something on it. It's, like, embossed. has yeah. a bunch of figures and shit, like, a bunch of hands and swords, and there's a fucking, like, it, it looks amazing. Fuck, dude. So I mean, just looking at the thumbnails for the YouTube video, Snake Eyes looks fucking sick as fuck. So Damn. I'm mad that I did not pre-order it because I am now trying to look for a aftermarket, and mm. it's 120 bucks. Holy so, fuck! I'm not gonna pay 120 bucks for that. I'll just buy the regular version when it comes out. That goes into the other. I went trying to find. Uh, we didn't really talk about this, but uh, you can't fucking buy a Nintendo Switch. Oh yeah, um, they're sold out everywhere. But. Uh, I was I was interested in the Animal Crossing version because it looked fun and neat, uh, but the fucking scalpers took them all and they're selling them on the aftermarket for like six hundred dollars. 
That's like double which is the like, price. Fucking ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not paying six. I would just rather just buy a regular Nintendo Switch dude, at that point. 200% markup, dude. I fucking yeah. hate scalpers, man. And I, again, yeah, I fucking hate that shit. I'd have to deal with them so much in the toy in the toy world, you know, like this, yeah. you know, this, the Snake Eyes thing, man. Like, the moment people were getting them, I was looking at eBay and like Mercari and these places that sell or seller, selling apps. Yeah. And people were, retails for 40. Mm-hmm. People are putting them up on eBay for, you know, 150. Jesus. 125 and like I get it make a profit it's a fucking 250% profit or some shit yeah I don't like G.I. Joe enough to buy that I'll just wait till the regular yeah. one comes out um so but yeah that's yeah. ridiculous yeah. uh what else do you want to hit before we call it oh Top Gun Maverick delayed to December yeah that was the other big thing I can't believe that which I get I mean I'm not necessarily I dying mean, for that movie but I wanted to see it yeah, I wanted to see it too. I mean, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's just this weeks of disappointment of everything just being pushed back because nobody knows when the fuck this shit's going to blow over. Yeah. So. <sighs> well, Zach, what else on our list do you want to hit before we wrap up? Because I know you want to, it's 11 o'clock, you have to go to work, so I don't want to hold you up too long. Oh, you're good. Uh, I mean, the only other thing that I found that was interesting was that Edgar Wright's already working on his next film, which is... <laughs> Not surprising, the man's a workhorse, but um, it's interest. It's an interesting film, uh, at least the premises, which is about a robot writing a film. So I don't know how that's going to necessarily work out. I but, just want uh, him to make another movie with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah, that's all I want. I'm ready for the fourth Cornetto movie. <laughs> well, that's nice. all you. She wrote Zach. You ready to wrap up? That's all she wrote. All right, yeah, guys. I think we're good to wrap up. Let's go ahead and call up this episode. We're about an hour and 20 minutes, so that's good. Yeah. Good app. Maybe it's becoming a rec- recurring joke of us having a topic and not, <laughs> and not doing getting it. to it. <laughs> we'll eventually get to this a topic. Um, we will. Guys, we'll thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, be, be safe of the C virus. Yeah. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, more movies, more all that mm-hmm. jazz. Zach, we'll see ya, bro. Protect your necks out there, kids. Oh, shit. Fucking Wu-Tang up in this Uh bitch, man. Oh, that was the other shit. Oh, in Westworld. That was probably one of the dopest parts where they're at the part where they were in the the geisha. There was a a geisha shit with the Shogun in Shogun World. Mm -hmm. They fucking did a Japanese instrumental remix of fucking Cream by Wu-Tang. And I was like, fuck me. That shit was dope. That's crazy. So good. I was listening to to it and I was like, why the fuck do I recognize this? And I looked up. I was like, oh, that's because it's fucking cream. Okay. Uh, Give me a second. Hold on. Before we end the podcast for sure. Let me let me look at this real fast. It's good. Um hold on. Let me me pull it up real quick before we end the pod. So I so I can just hear a glimpse of it real fast. Westworld cream. Um, here we go. So good, dude. I think it takes a little bit to ramp up. Yeah, but... so I'm, I'm... Okay, I hear it now. Second highest uh, liked comment on the video was that Shogun did not protect his neck. He did not, dude. He did not protect his neck. 
or the top comment on my page is my friend's reaction. I'm probably high as shit, but is this Japanese slapping some Wu-Tang? <laughs> me. Well, the Asian delegation did draft them years ago. So that's good old. Not only is it a joke, but it's also a Chappelle show joke. So. Oh, yeah. that's That one's got layers. I like it. And there's people, yeah. there's people dr- throwing bars on here. Are there really? Oh, my yeah. God. Trying to like put their, they're putting their, their eights on here. <laughs> Hell, yeah. That's funny. All right, guys. Well, Drop thanks for watching. Fire mixtape, baby. Thanks for watching License of View. We'll be back next week. More of all this. Yes. Peace. See you guys. I mean, it's still going.